we've been contacted by Jack, who has sent us an email to share what he describes as a wild, funny and at times unbelievable saga that unfolded for people who got on the Dublin-Houston to Killarney train, which travels via Mala. And it happened yesterday. And Jack uh, joins me. Good morning or good afternoon to you, Jack. Good morning, Patricia. Now, this is this is normally a three hour journey, is it? That's correct. Yes, yeah. so it's the it's the usual Dublin to Kent service to Cork, you know. And it, uh, but I I I I'm from Clonakilty, but I'm living now in Carrigavon, so I now change in Mallow, and I go to Clarny, and I drive home from there. Okay, so you got you got on the train at five o'clock yesterday. Uh, got on the train yesterday at seven o'clock. Seven, seven sorry, o'clock service, and you know that's still a long trip to Carrigavon. I'd forecasted that I'd get home to Carrigavon and be in bed by about midnight by the time I'd, I'd done the drive. But what happened next was wild, you know. So if um, basically at about an hour after we got on the train, so just before eight, our train came to a standstill and we were told we were about three kilometres outside of Port Arlington station. So in the middle of nowhere, like in the countryside, no platforms or anything in sight. And we, the, our driver didn't seem to know what was going on. And he was kind of saying, look, I'm not sure what this delay is. We should be moving again shortly. But slowly, as the minutes turned into hours, he was sharing us details as he received them. So the train had broken down and uh, they said, it's no problem. We're just going to get another locomotive from Dublin. It'll come down, pull us out, pull, pull us down the road and we'll be on our way again. But then he came back over the radio about half an hour later saying, oh, there's actually no drivers in Dublin. So we can't actually get a locomotive to come down to, to get you. So anyway, this went on and on and they kept coming over with little ideas of solutions that they were formulating to get us um, on our way. But so after about two hours of a delay sitting on the train, what happened was they said, right, here's what's going to happen. There's a Galway train coming behind you. It's a bit smaller. We won't all get seats. But what we're going to do is we're going to pull it up alongside our train. And then everyone's like, "Okay, but there's no platforms. And they said, no, it's fine. We're going to use ramps, lads. And Basically, what happened was they got the ramps that they'd use for, say, a wheelchair user or if you had a buggy to get you up onto the train. Yeah. And they laid them between the two trains and ushered everybody across these planks from carriage to carriage. And I must say, it was really well organized. Fair play to the Irish Rail staff. Like this was, at the end of the day, a minor inconvenience. But it was just so interesting to see, you know, the the solutions that were unfolded. So about 400 people that were whatever it was on our train were sent up through the train, crossed the plank into this other train, and we were standing until we got into Port Harlington Station. But, you know, that, that we thought that was the end of the saga. And about two hours later, still in Port Arlington, and if you've ever been to Port Arlington, there's nothing there. It's, there's not even a waiting room. <laughs> Poor old Port Arlington, and, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was lashing rain. It was freezing cold. Now, what time, what, time is it, what time is it now? We're at midnight now. Midnight now. Okay, when you should have been safely home in bed. Exactly, in South Kerry. And I was in Port Arlington in the rain on the platform with this other 400 people. And like, what I'd say is there was the most amazing sense of we're in this together. It's kind of gas. This is really unfortunate, but what can we do? Like there was really, really good spirits um, amongst everybody. And like there was a woman with diabetes who couldn't get Coca-Cola or any sweets or sugar because she was, you know, um, her blood sugars were running low. And we had to call the emergency services because in Port Harrington Station, there's not even so much as a vending machine. There's not a water refill station. You know, there's, it's really poorly equipped for, for this kind of a scenario. Um, and, you know, just I was talking to some of the other um, passengers then later on. And the big thing is that, you know, at the end of the day, it was minor inconvenience, you know, in, in our lives that are so convenience free. Um, but just that, 
you know, it's really important now that Irish Rail look at, you know, their scenario planning to think, well, if this happens again, like, you know, there was no water at the station, there was no food, you know, people were really kind of stranded. Um, and they and couldn't, told, oh, I the mean, was, the, the- was there any way they could have gone and, OK, they, they, they can't suddenly produce a, a, a cafe for you, but could they not, not gone to a local business and, you know, bought in some teas and coffees and some sandwiches and, you know, some pink snacks? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know the pink or even maybe the purple snack, you know, if we're going top tier. But, uh, <laughs> you know, they they were, uh, that that would have been incredible. And I think obviously, you know, we were told in Port Arlington, the next train is right behind us. It'll collect you just, you know, it'll just hang on. It's going to be right here. But like, we were two hours in the rain. Everyone huddled under like any small place where you could get shelter from the rain. And that's when the sing song broke out. A sing song? Um, you know. You did, yeah. People were in good spirits. The old triangle was the first song out of the bag and uh, it kept going for a while, you know, and, and and it was really good. And like, look, you know, obviously um, people were delayed and people were late. But, um, you know, I think we're just lucky that any elderly people there, like a, a lot of the elderly people got very, very cold. You know, people were mm. cold, people were wet. Um, the, the Irish Rail did bring on extra water and things like that in Port Leash, which was the next station once we got on our way. Okay. But, you know, people had been out four hours delayed in the rain at that stage. So, you know, um, it was it was just it was a wild, wild one. So I got into I got into Killarney in the end at about three o'clock in the morning and then had to get in the van and do the hour and 20 minutes down to Cahar Savine. So it was a it was a really wild adventure, you know. It was, 10 hour, it was 10 hours from start to finish. But when but when a train did finally arrive and and, yeah. and you got on, did that then take you straight? So what happened was when we left Port Arlington, we, that was finally, we had no more changes. So I got off in Mallow. Okay. And they actually were told us that there was a bus connection to Killarney. But when we arrived in Mallow, it, we, um, they'd actually... Uh, held the other train oh, so there great. was a train waiting for us in Mallow at 2 o'clock in the morning okay. which was great to see <laughs> and, ca- you know? and Camille when, when, you, when you got back on the train at Port Arlington was there a trolley on that train were you able to get teas and coffees do you know what it was actually yeah it was great there was no trolley but um, there was a you know there was the cafe carriage and they weren't charging for anything I mean they didn't they didn't advertise over the, the loudspeaker that there was a cafe on board and they didn't advertise that there was tea for anyone who wanted it it just spread down through the carriages by word of mouth that, hey, they're not charging for tea, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and that's how I found out. So I went up and got tea for myself. And the woman sitting across from me. So we and sat there. Did you get anything else tea. with it? Did you get anything with it? Yeah, yeah. To, uh, tea in the Kit Kat. Tea in the Kit Kat. So, you know, so, so they, had p- they had muffins, they had soup, I heard somebody ordering. Great. So, you know, at least once we got on, there was something. But I think just so many people were so starving and so thirsty and so tired by the time that came, you know. Yeah, and I imagine people were, were phones were phones charged and that because people, were, you know, if someone was being collected at a train station, you were trying to ring to say, I'm stuck in Port Arlington. Yeah, that's the problem, actually. So there was a lot of people whose phones had died because obviously you can charge your phone on the train. But because we were the hours waiting in Port Arlington, people who had low battery, their phones had died. People were worried. And as well, you had people waiting, like people in Cork who were waiting to collect people. So imagine you came up from West Cork. Like often if I was going home, one of my parents might come up from West Cork yeah, and collect yeah, me off the train. Yeah. You know? And sure, if they'd driven up the road from Clonakilty, you know, 45 minutes and then they were waiting an hour late and they'd go back down and only come back up and there was no way of telling when we'd get there because every time we were told it would be half an hour 
it turned into a two hour wait you know but you were so, looking at you, they, they did their best to look after you but they need to sort of put a plan in place I know these kind of things don't happen that often but when they do happen particularly with a, it sounds like it was a packed train was it if there was about 400 people on board packed eight carriages yeah it was a big long train packed full of people and yeah that's the thing is that like I said look for everyone un- thankfully there was no real major medical emergencies that we couldn't have handled ourselves Um. You know, there was no young children particularly who were having a hard time. So that was great. But like, that's the important thing is in these situations, Irish Rail need to look at this is a scenario that happened. How are all of our stations equipped to handle this? Like the water refill stations, I think, should be the minimum, you know, that people can refill their bottles of water Mm. or at least that there's a vending machine. Like Port Arlington is a very busy station and it's where the Galway train branches off, you know, from to Dublin and down to Cork. And so... The fact that there's not so much as even a waiting room there, you yeah. know, everyone was kind of huddled in and it was a very, very, uh, you know, everybody was really, really sardined in out of the rain trying to hide there, you know. OK, but you got home in one piece, which is the main thing. Um, and, and listen, brilliantly put together email, I have to say, so much so that we, we couldn't let the day pass without bringing uh, Jack on. It won't deter you from travelling with Irish Rail again, Jack. Look, at the end of the day, what are you going to do? Like, these things happen, you know, and, um, you know, I, I do get the train from time to time and it's not too bad. And I'd say, you know, if there is anybody, say, from Dublin coming down to Cork, for example, for the, the, the big Munster um, Palestinian Solidarity Rally that's on this Saturday, that I'd say maybe I'd at least book your tickets in advance to save a bit of money and uh, maybe get a, a train just a few hours earlier, just in case. And I would, I would also say pack a picnic. Go prepared. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly, exactly. Have, for ha, all have your jam sandwiches and uh, your, your bottle of water. Exactly. Somebody says pink snacks, Patricia. Are they hardly still out there now? Are the pink snacks gone? I still have a pink snack. OK, listen, Jack, uh, good to have you back safe and sound. Thanks for that. Thanks, Mel. And uh, thanks uh, for uh, joining us.